It's the week of May 20th. This is MASHcast number 88. Jared, I'm here with Nick Zelenkevich. Hey, how's everybody doing? And Mikey Kenny. And Mikey Kenny. <laughs> here, I think. Okay. Mikey's having, Mikey's a little upset right now. So. Mikey is having Skype issues because I fucking hate Skype. Oh, okay. <laughs> like Skype hates my laptop. Yeah, that's very strange. But, anyway, besides Mikey's issues, uh, it's been actually an interesting week. Or actually, we've had one very interesting day where we saw the future of gaming. And, (laughs) (laughs) you know, actually, we didn't see it. The future of gaming happened to us. You know, like, getting hit by a car happens to you. The future of gaming happened to us yesterday, or Tuesday. Well, yeah, by the time you listen to this, it's going to be Thursday, so on Tuesday. And, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to talk about the uh, the Xbox One reveal. But first, let's just uh, do what we normally do. Uh, Nick, what have you been playing? Not much. Um, real life has been kind of intervening. Um, so I've played a little bit of Labyrinth Legends uh, and... That's really about it. A little, little bit of a puzzle quest. Okay. And uh, Mikey? Uh, let's see. I played a lot of Injustice. I got really salty, though, the other day. Like, I almost got so salty, I was ready to trade the game in. Because I was like, I'm, I'm done with the shit. So I was like, hands in the air, I'm done trying to play this fucking game. Because I got really fucking tired of... Deathstrokes, stupid projectiles, and the interactables on the stages. They are really fucking annoying to deal with because they're unblockable. The, uh, the interactables on the stage are unblockable. You literally have to backdash or just jump. But they also are trackable, so they like track you on your movement. So you have to time it at just the right time to backdash or jump to avoid them. And it's really hard to do that online. <laughs> hmm. Actually, I saw you on uh, Facebook complaining about that the other day. Yeah. I was really salty. I was getting really fucking sick of that shit. And then I made a Green Lantern rage quit. And then my life just got really it's happy. It's all back to normal. Everything is all like, good. If I can make a character that I think is more that is more broken rage quit on me, I'm okay. Like That just means I did something right. <laughs> Wait, well, who, who do you normally play as? Raven. Uh, I still haven't played Injustice. It's on it's, my list. It's it's good, but man, it, 
playing on the online is trash. Like it is like day and night from playing offline. Like it it's not even like kind of okay. Like it is it can get really frustrating cuz like you you can everything feels great offline but online it's like you drop you can't rely on anything to like combo pro uh, properly. Like I've had to learn different combos just for online because they can land more reliably than the other combos that are better offline right. and do more damage offline. But so it's like playing two games. Yeah, almost. It's practically. And like some characters are just shit online. Like they don't, they, because of the lag, they can't do what they need to do. It can just be really fucking frustrating sometimes. I see. Mm, and I started playing Guilty Gear again. Yeah, actually, I saw that. Uh, I saw that ad or that that trailer for Guilty Gear XRD. X- Xrd. Xrd. I, I don't X- know. Like thir- it's like third, but with an X. Yeah, it's third with an X. I don't know why they just gonna call it, you know X three, but Xrd. <laughs> it's because it's okay. This coming from the company that call- that has their game now called Guilty Gear XX Accent Core Plus R. <laughs> Is that a cheat code? No. It's <laughs> the game of the most recent update to Guilty Gear XX. Because remember the Xbox version, there was Guilty Gear XX Pound Sign Reload, Midnight Carnival. <laughs> and then there's there was Guilty Gear Accent Core. Then there was Guilty Gear Accent Core Plus. And now we're on Guilty Gear Accent Guilty Gear. I think it's XX. Is it Guilty Gear XX Accent Core Plus R? Yes. Okay, so that makes do, a lot of sense then. Do they just have yeah. all these words on like the little refrigerator magnets, and they just throw them at the refrigerator and whatever? I don't know. When you can, when you can make sense of Blaze Blue Calamity Trigger, Blaze Blue Continuum Shift, and Blaze Blue Chrono Phantasma, you, those you actually like, all sound reasonable compared to the <laughs> compared to Guilty Gear. Yeah, they can both get Guilty Gear. That sounds reasonable. Persona Four: The Ultimate in Mayonaka Arena was the original Japanese name. Then it just became Persona 4 Arena in America. For good reason. Yeah. <laughs> For very good reason. So, yeah. I've been trying to get back into Guilty Gear. Trying to relearn shit. Okay. I, I, you know, I, I used to love playing Guilty Gear, but I was never good at it. Ever. It's ever. hard. Like, that shit's hard. <laughs> you, you, there's actually a game you weren't good at? Yeah. I'm, I will tell. I'm not that good at fighting games. I used to be good at fighting games. Not on a competitive level, like if me and a bunch of friends got together, or me and a bunch of people who didn't play at a competitive level got together, I could, you know, I could hold my own. But dude, like, not like, like I can't play on a competitive level in terms of um, uh, fighting games at this point, and I will openly admit that. I'm too busy being awesome at other games. <laughs> yeah, like real-time strategy, which I suck at. I I can't play that shit. Yeah, like RTS, uh, first-person shooters, third-person shooters, a lot of games I'm good at. But fighting games, I will openly say I am not that great at. So, there you go, Nick. There's your victory. Actually, I did beat you at a fighting game at PAX. We played you did. You beat, you beat me at Darkstalkers. At Darkstalkers, that's right. Yeah. But we y'all played Darkstalkers? At PAX, yeah, we both yeah. were mashing buttons. That's basically what I, we were doing. I, I, I could just imagine what that's like. Yeah, it, looked, it looked terrible. It looked but terrible. It's funny because the girl that was there was like, oh, yeah, you guys are doing really good. I'm just like, to yeah. you. Of course. She, okay. <laughs> Did she, was she dressed as Felicia? 
No, like, she was doing an actual rep there, and it was just funny, because basically the move I kept on trying to do was the Hadouken, just to see what it would do. <laughs> and, Who did you play as? I don't, remember, I don't even remember the character I played as. Was it, like, the wolf? Oh, JT Talbain? I think we both, me and, him, me and Nick picked the same character. We did pick the wolf, yeah. It was yeah just wolf wolf. So y'all were just dashing across the screen at each other. Yep. No, because I would have assumed we knew what we were doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. You mash, you're mashing Hadouken. All you're going to do is, like, dash at each other. Well, he was mashing Hadouken. I was, I think I was mashing Fireball. <laughs> that's the, okay. Yeah. It worked out. Nick won. It was all good. Okay. <laughs> it was it was uh two to one, so you know I got one and it's all fine. But um, you're done with your games, Mike? Yeah, all the others are un unmentionable. Okay. Uh, two new games I played this weekend. Um, one was Anomaly Two, which is a sequel to a lot Anomaly Wars on Earth. Got a review copy in. You know what? My big my first prop my my game experience with it started off negative. First of all, because the single player does not give you any backstory onto what happened in the first one. Basically, all they says is, um, you know, the machines came, we beat them, but then they came back. <laughs> okay, so that's all I knew about the story. But before I even did the story, I tried the multiplayer uh, multiplayer tutorials. And um, the thing about the multiplayer tutorials is that you have to play through the single player in order to be able to understand them. Because they omit so much stuff. They didn't tell me that there's a tower limit, and if you go over the limit, it gets rid... Like, they don't stop you from building towers. They just get rid of older towers. So I'm putting towers down, and then when, you know, the enemy comes and they blow through those first towers, I look back, I'm like, okay, well, at least I have these other towers, you know, defending my main point. Nope. Gone. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was actually kind of frustrating. My three tutorial stages took me an over an hour to complete. Three tutorial stages. God okay. damn. That was very frustrating. So my experience with it did not start well. Um, but when I got into the single player, the single player takes place on the human side only, so it's all reverse tower defense. It's actually really cool. It's um you know, you expect for a game like that, you know, you set up your units, you get the upgrades right, and then you just let them go. No, like you have to be very active. Like you have to be you know, each unit can transform into another unit that's a totally different functionality. Or switches to like an urban combat mode, and like you're going in, but you're going like from open fields to in between buildings quite frequently. So you have to switch them over. You have to put these power ups on the ground so that they'll heal as they're getting pounded by these towers. You have to keep changing the uh, keep changing the um, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? The configuration of the convoy so that certain units go first and certain. Uh, in certain situations, it's 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 pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, like uh, Anomaly Two was a lot of fun. I played ten hours over the weekend. So and not only not only that's yeah, a lot of time. Not only did I do ten hours over the weekend, I still managed to go to a party. Mm -hmm. Huh. <laughs> wow. Well. Yep, look, look at you. Look at me, Mr. Social. Yeah. Look at that. You know, I met a nice lady. It was pretty nice. Uh oh. No. Mm -hmm. Hey now. <laughs> so yeah. This is not like anyways, <laughs> whatever, fuck it. <laughs> it was it was a good weekend. But an hour oh, two was a part okay. of it. Okay. It was a good weekend. Yeah. But uh <laughs> so that, that anomaly two was that. And then I played another game called Thunderwolves, which I'll have a review for soon. Okay, that sounds awesome. The na the game is as awesome as the name sounds. 
Like awesome. not, not because the game is just that amazing, the gameplay is that amazing. It's the the total package. You know, they're playing like that American rock music, and you're basically Thunderwolves is like your helicopter pilot. With a, with a, your helicopter pilot, nice. and sense. it's a score chaser. So you're in your helicopter, you're shooting shit up, you're blowing shit up. And you got the American rock music playing like like all like all while you're doing it. It's just totally, it's just an awesome experience, you what, know. What, the what guy like, is this for? This is for PC. Okay. All right. So this is for PC. Um, the dialogue is awesome because the guy says pussy a lot. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's a major part of the dialogue. Um, actually, he utters the word soccer. I am rolling my eyes so heavily <laughs> right now. <laughs> of course I'm being sarcastic. He's, the game starts off with dialogue from him saying soccer is for pussies so there you go um so there's that but the thing like the last boss i fought right this is what really got me with the game uh the bosses are like some type of like souped up vehicle so it's either like a souped up helicopter or a souped up tank something like that right this last boss after you shoot it for you know a good 30 seconds it starts spinning in circles and shooting missiles in every direction <laughs> possible, nice. almost like they're throwing missiles out of the fucking windows of this of this helicopter. And then when that started happening, I was like, "This is the most awesome game I've ever played in my life," <laughs> because of that. Because that's going on while the rock music is blaring and stuff like that. Yeah, dude, it's it's great. It's and to be honest, I am I'm making jokes about it, but it's not a bad game. It's actually a pretty fun game to play in general. It is a fun game to play. They do not take it seriously at all. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. I'm glad that I'll be reviewing it. It's going to get good scores. It's, and that boss, just that, I, every time I think of Thunder Wolves, I think of that boss spinning in circles, shooting missiles in every direction possible. So that's pretty cool. But other than that, I actually didn't get a chance to really play a lot of StarCraft. So that was, you know, I can't have everything on a weekend. What a shame. What a shame. But uh yeah, that's that's it for my games. Let's get into the Xbox reveal. Let me pull up my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Whoa. We have notes. I have notes on what happened. Oh shit. Yeah. So before we get into this it's almost like two parts to the reveal. There's, like, the part that happened, like, at the show, like, at the actual reveal, and there's, like, the shit that happened after. Yes. Yeah, there's after the reveal, <laughs> which is, like, yeah, that that's the big stuff that people want to talk I, about. I, I kind of want to know, when did Microsoft realize they screwed up? Because you've got to figure, like, they're coming off stage, and... Are they like following Twitter feeds? Are they like getting any of the feedback from like all the people live blogging it to know like people are not exactly thrilled by what you just did? <laughs> or were they like, all right, they're like high five and like, you know, playing Thunderwolves backstage. <laughs> and oh, they're yeah, like but... finally coming out to like answer the questions. And they're like, wait, I thought you guys just loved what we did there. Like, yeah, they're totally yeah. backstage. Like, nailed it. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and in all honesty, I think an even more valid question is, do they still think that they nailed it? Because they may not even realize that, like, they may think, like, yeah, yeah whatever, the gaming press is just being stupid. No. We don't I, care about that. And I, they may I, think that they did exactly what they set out to do. I bet you they're having a Wii moment 
where, you know, everyone's hating on it and they're thinking, oh, we'll just be the next Wii. It'll sell millions right out of the gate. Blah, 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 blah. You know? Well, well they, they started by picking a shitty name like the Wii. <laughs> We're, let's get into that. No, literally, uh, they, they've, they're they doing a repeat of what everyone said about the Wii just about. Well, yeah. let's let's actually get into the, the, the reveal itself. Um, I guess one of the first parts of the reveal... Well, first of all, there's a lot of PAX East footage there. I was surprised, but either way, um, he asked me. Nick didn't watch the video. <laughs> Why was I, was I in it? <laughs> no, no, there was a lot of PAX East footage, and Mikey wouldn't know because he wasn't at PAX East. But um, I live in Texas. What do you want me to how, do? How is, I know. I'm just saying you wouldn't know. I'm giving you an excuse. No, but I'm just, I'm, I don't. I'm just okay. confused. Like, what do you mean by PAX? East? Like, there was just footage of crowds at PAX East? No, no, no. People talking at PAX East. So. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. So they were like interviewing people at PAX East. About- about the Xbox One? No, no, no. For the it's like for their opening video. People like going down the escalator, saying a part of the dialogue, you know, stuff like that. Oh, well, that's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> but um, all right. So, all right. How where should I get started? Let's get started with the name. That's one of the first things that happens. <laughs> that happened to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The first they named their console. That happened. <laughs> that happened. So basically, he's like. You know, he he's talking about the, the future of entertainment and gaming and all this stuff. And then he's like, let me present to you the Xbox. And I was expecting to hear Fusion or Infinity. You know, that would, I would have been okay with that, I think. And it's like the Xbox I don't, One. I was like, like You know, I, I just Infinity want to say... Infinity was that. the most furthest off thing from what happened. Well, exactly. Well, no, n- maybe negative infinity, but no. Um, no the, pro- the problem with the X- Xbox Finity is that that's too much to cl- like Xfinity, which actually would make sense for what they're trying to do because, you know, they are basically trying to make a cable box, but like, no, I think, I think, I think they probably were pissed that like that name, which really would have worked was ruined. I think part, part of the problem too, is that part of the, they, they, they created this whole problem themselves because you know, what, six or eight years ago or whatever, when they were coming up with the 360, they couldn't just be satisfied to be like, okay, well, there's a PS3. We're just going to have to settle for being the Xbox 2 because the PS3 beat us. Like, they had the idea to make a console one generation before us. So, like, no, no, we have to look like we're on equal footing. How can we get a 3 into our name so that it's the same as the PS3? And they're like, 360, it's round, it's circular, it's everything that's connected and all, all, you know. And I'll give them from a marketing perspective that was brilliant. I'll give them that, but it's still stupid because anything with marketing is just stupid. But then now it's like, okay, well then like, now what do you do? Like a lot of people were jokingly calling it the 720, but that name was never going to stick. I think infinity for what they wanted to do is right because the problem is fundamentally, it's it's almost like they just want to jump to being the Xbox four. So it's like whatever Sony has, Microsoft can have, and they can both look like they're equal and fundamentally they are. But I feel like, I mean, the, the first question that I have is what do we designate the original Xbox? The original Xbox. Call it the Xbox. Call it the original PlayStation, the PS4. Call it the Xbox. But so, are we going to call this like the, just the one? No, we're going to call it Xbox, Xbox One. one. It's, it's and I guess what the, the little. Do like, we? I mean, yes, we understand what you're saying because we always say 360 instead of Xbox 360. Yeah. And I understand what you're saying. We're going to end up saying one instead of Xbox One. But you're going to have to like understand that like we can't call the original xbox xbox one now because that'll confuse people so honestly the only thing we can either call it is xbox or original xbox the term xbox will hold for when we're talking about if we want to hold it just as xbox 360 and the one 
Now, if you want to do Xbox One, Xbox 360, and then you have to do original Xbox. See, right, right that, here. This does that is make like, sense? No, this is like some some Doctor Who level timey wimey shit. Like, it's like you named your console. It should not be this convoluted. I agree, but I mean that's just how I'm. <laughs> I'm just imagining that's how it's gonna fucking be. Because like honestly, it's just the Xbox, the 360, and the One. Like that's probably how it should be determined. How they're gonna be set if they're gonna, if you're only gonna use one word. Like I think that's just how it's gonna be. Yeah. See, but now what I really want to know. What I really, really want to know is what is the next console going to be named? Let's not. I'm. I'm not even. There's so much more on my shit list to worry about. Like that is. The <laughs> I'm not furthest. even gonna worry about that right now. That's ten <laughs> years down the road. That's like no, maybe four. This the way. <laughs> I might not even be down the road. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. So it's the Xbox One. Actually, Fusion would have also worked because they're trying to fuse all of your shit together on your television. That also would have worked. But it's the Xbox One. Deal with it. Like I understand why they call it the one because they're trying to make it an all-in-one device. Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> that but, that should be their marketing slogan, by the way. Just deal Xbox with this one. Deal with it. <laughs> they can hire yeah. Adam Worth back, right? Yeah, they can hire him back. Coin the phrase. But okay, so basically, okay, so they unveil this Xbox One, which honestly, it looks like my TiVo. It does. It looks like my TiVo that I bought back in 2008. I'm not gonna fault it for that. I love my TiVo. So <laughs> I mean, it looks. There's nothing wrong with the look of it. Like it yeah. looks like a modern look, day electronic device. It looks like something you put in, like you know, with your high end electronics, like your TV stuff. Unlike yeah. it's like the PlayStation Three was when the PlayStation Three first came out, and mm-hmm. now they've reduced the PlayStation Three to a plastic toy, like Play School. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't like that about. That's why when my PS3 broke, I got it fixed. Like I did not go but buy a new <laughs> PS3 because like fuck that. Uh, just to get it fixed costs as much as it costs almost as much as a new PS3. So was it was just one of the originals with all the backward compatibility and everything? Actually, no, it was not even that one. I just wanted it because of the look. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So yeah, basically they showed three things immediately. They showed the Xbox. They showed they showed the Xbox One. The new Connect and the controller, and then you know they they didn't even talk about games first. <laughs> that was no, the thing. No, no, they no. didn't. No, they was... wanted to show you how cool it was to switch between oh, inputs yeah. without having yeah. to do it. Yeah, that was the thing. I think as soon as like, when they happened, when that happened, like they didn't show any gameplay video for a while. Like, least, it was at least a half hour because I, I remember and it was I mean, all CG anyway. Yeah, I, I, excuse me. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say they didn't show any gameplay footage. At least with the PS4 was shown, they showed a little bit of gameplay. A little bit, show a fucking lot of gameplay. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like they showed gameplay, whereas there was no I, I, I don't know where the no graphics stand footage. on 360. Exactly. Me I mean, I'm sorry, the one, the one. My bad. I'm I'm still nobody the, knows where the I'm still on current gen. Yeah. But basically, so they start off the show showing off the dashboard, advertisements all over the place. Yep. Uh, look, you can hook your Xbox One into your cable box, and you can do this: Xbox, watch TV, Xbox game, and it switched. It switched really, really fast. That's great. That is wonderful. But it's not doing anything for gaming. Like it's it's really cool and it's great. But like here's here's my already complaint about it. It's like if you have a brother, 
like a little brother, what's the most annoying thing he could do to you while you're playing a game? Oh, yeah. Punch you in the nuts. Xbox, turn off. Yeah. Boom. Xbox, just start switching shit on the fly. I, I thought about this the minute they did that. It was like video game tournaments are null and void now to the th- if if there's no way to change if there's no way to fix that because all someone in the crowd has to do is troll while someone's doing a combo and just do Xbox turn off, boom, com- like boom. Well, that actually that actually be pretty brilliant. You just hire somebody to be like, hey, if I'm losing this round, you just yell out, shut off the console, and then oh hey, it's not my fault the console went off. I don't know what happened there. Oh, yeah. that's that's exactly why it's a. Yeah, no, that shit's. I would kill somebody. <laughs> I would. <laughs> that's no. But I, that's, I can't imagine. I, I can't imagine though that of all the possible groups that Microsoft was concerned about when they were developing the entirety that is the one that they were like, oh hey, we got to make sure that the fighting community is included here. Well, no, but I'm also really like, they're, they're the just home, the tournament no, community in general. Think about, think about the home life too, because I mean, if your wife gets tired of you playing your games. Xbox turn off. Boom. Rise in domestic violence right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you got to figure though all those people they're not going to be used to actually use like using their their hands to do anything so they won't really be able to punch too hard. Okay. <laughs> We're going to get to that. <laughs> um but either way, like yeah, basically they were showing off a lot of the entertainments of how easy it is to switch between music, movies, games and all this stuff. And it's kind of like you know, when I'm playing the game, I'm playing the game. When I'm playing, when I'm watching TV, I'm watching TV. Nobody listens to music on their Xbox. No, the only time you listen to music on your Xbox is if you're listening to music over the game music. Yeah, exactly. So, like, these things don't need to be quick. You don't need to spend time switching between these things quickly. But maybe, maybe that's the reason nobody does it is because it is it, it is so inconvenient to switch. But now it's like, hey, I've got this device that's always on. And if I just walk into the room and say, like, you, know, switch, hey, Nick? you know, Xbox, play Mumford and Sons. And all of a sudden I get Mumford and Sons coming out like inconvenient I, to switch. I will say I will inconvenient to switch. I'll, inconvenient to grab your Jared. remote control and switch your input. <laughs> but it's more. You know how many calories I burn when I do that? Jared. Zero. <laughs> Jarrett, yeah. we got it. It's at least it's a good feature, but it shouldn't be the selling point of the system. Yeah, it should Agree not be. Disagree. Like, that should not be what you display when you reveal your system. It's a great feature, and yes, show it. But holy fuck, it should not be the very first thing that you show everybody. But we, and you it, know what? I I, I got some. Tw- you you heard all that clapping and whatnot. Yeah. Like saw some tweets from people that were there and one of them said that's not coming from the press <laughs> <laughs> so um pipe in applause <laughs> yeah well actually and you know what i um uh i i want to bring up the fact that Microsoft did say this <clears throat> this was not going to be about games primarily they almost died there sorry about that <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft have a heart attack? Is that what you're quoting? <laughs> no, Microsoft's trying to kill me right now. <laughs> <clears throat> the one is on to me. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, the Kinect so, is watching you. My, yeah. <laughs> Microsoft said that this was not going to be a games-heavy conference, like or games-heavy like press release. It's going to be about the hardware. But you know what? The thing is that like if you're ta- if you're releasing a new game console. You need to sh- at least show the power of the console. 
see, okay, that, okay, if you recall, I think we talked about somebody uh, before even the Wii U was released, I think, that, that predicted, I think, I don't think it was Pactor, but it was, it was an analyst like that, that one of the current console makers would drop out of the console race. And I think maybe Microsoft did that because I don't know if we can really classify this as a console, at least the way that they're approaching this. Does it play games? Yes. But as I think the point that you've made, like iPads and mobile devices play games, but are they real consoles? No. And so maybe we're, I mean, the problem is that we don't have a real good frame of reference for this. We're We're looking at this like it should be what the last Xbox was and what every console for 20 years now has been. And it's not. It's not a console device. It does play games, yes, but that is not its primary function. Its primary function right, which is to sort of I expedite s- your entertainment, whatever your entertainment should be, whether that be games, whether that be television or movies or music. Right. And, that's not, but that's yeah, not going to appeal to the core. I mean, that's not going to appeal to It doesn't to us. appeal to the core. You're right. You're entirely right. This is why – I mean, th- th- this this would be like Apple announcing the iPhone, like the next iPhone, and s- as like, oh, you know, and inviting all the games media. I mean, they kind of follow it, but they know what it is. They know what the, the device it is. I mean, that's what I don't understand. Like, the guys from Penny Arcade were there. Like, you know, and I'm not talking like you could share out the Penny Arcade report. I'm talking like, you know, uh, Mike and Gabe, and it's like they're – you know, and then when Mike, you know, he wrote, he was very, he didn't really care much for what the conference was. And it's like, of course, because they're, they're gamers. That's what they do. Right. Like, so why then why they, did they, well, so why then, did they even invite them? Right. That's, no, they, that's they what I'm no saying. no sense for that market. No, I agree with you. I don't know why they invited uh, the game press there when it was very little to none about the games. Yes. Like they I mean, honestly should have just brought like just media, like general media people and then just show it to them and then broadcast it to the core but honestly like they they're go they're they they've they've made their claim now they've stated they're not going completely for us and i understand that but i think they've completely like as of right now i'm not impressed i am not buying the console right now but i mean we still got e3 which they said that's when the games are coming and they've got to blow me out of the fucking water to get me to buy that sucker right now. Let's <laughs> I think kind of fast forward to the end of our conversation. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Whoops. I just yeah. did a wrap up and like, <laughs> You're like, fuck it. I don't care what they have to say. I'm not buying it at all. <laughs> you know, like, like that, that's like, okay. Like but we'll, we'll talk about the reasons why. Sorry. I just, jump the gun because i got really upset this yeah. thing put, makes me get on my little soapbox i don't want to come Mikey off you can't control his emotion i can't so. control it no I'm kidding. <laughs> uh but either way um basically they showed off a lot of stuff with the xbox actually no sorry they didn't show a lot of stuff they basically just showed you know it's good for entertainment like you know what from what i saw uh it's probably going to be great for people who don't play video games um you know, because you can switch between a lot of shit, and they can multitask. Like you could be playing a game or watching a movie, and bring up like Internet Explorer and Skype and stuff like that. So your multitasking is better. Um, one thing that they showed, which got not a whole lot of love, was the fact that you could uh, <laughs> update your, fa- you know, you get updated on your fantasy players while watching a sport. Yeah, you know what? I can do that now because I have my fantasy stuff on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> and so I yeah. pull that up. I don't oh need God. to be watching an NFL game through my, my console. I was worried because the the uh, 
the stream that I was following made it sound like there was some kind of exclusive content between Microsoft and the NFL. And I guess it's just to get those fantasy numbers or something, because I think uh, DirecTV was available on the PlayStation, or not the... Or the Sunday it's ticket the Sunday was available ticket. on the PlayStation. It is still available on the Sunday is. ticket. And I just want to say I hope it's still available, but there's Amazon's doing a pre order where for ninety nine dollars you get a discount on Sunday ticket and you get Sunday ticket on your computer and uh and you get the it's for pre ordering Madden. So for ninety nine dollars you get Madden plus the NFL Sunday ticket. Highly recommended. Yeah, I don't even play Madden, I was thinking about picking it up. Exactly, exactly. Well let's uh get into what the core of what the Xbox one is. Uh, eight core uh, CPU, so that's just like the uh, the PS4. Um, mm-hmm. It uses um, eight gigs of RAM. Now the difference. Now the PS4 also uses eight gigs of RAM. The difference is that the PS4 uses GDDR RAM versus the Xbox using uh, DDR3. GDDR5 versus DDR3. For those who don't know the difference, GDDR RAM is graphical RAM, so it will perform better when rendering graphics. DDR3 is actually pretty much standard fare, but that's system memory for the most part. Now, I've heard rumors rolling around that 3 gigs, 3 gigs of that 8 gigs will be reserved for the system, which doesn't surprise me using the Windows kernel. That doesn't mm-hmm. surprise me. It actually sounds pretty legit. Plus, they said it's running 3 operating systems, right? It's running... <laughs> yeah, that's bullshit. I'm going to call bullshit like... on that. I was like, how are you running three OSs on this thing? You don't need an <laughs> operating system to communicate between the Xbox operating system and but, the Windows kernel. But Jared, need, yeah. Jared, this is NASA level shit here. Oh yeah, that's right. It's a rocket science level stuff here. Yeah. I was like, oh, Jesus. I wanted to die when he said that shit. I was like, okay. So basically, like, yeah, the three operating systems. It's supposed to be the Xbox OS, the Xbox kernel, and then an operating that or an operating system that connects the two. I I want to call bullshit on that. You could just <laughs> Windows does that now. You, you, you want to call bullshit on that because you understand computers. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Jerry, you know you know a lot about NASA. <laughs> yeah, I, I am SMRT. <laughs> I don't know. I, I always like to measure like how powerful my console is by how many operating systems I can concurrently run. <laughs> yeah. So basically, like if you ask me, you have the interface which runs all the time. You have the games that run inside of that interface, and you can, you know, then you can swap between the interface, you know, kind of the way you do now. I mean, basically, the way your Xbox and PS3 work now, when you start up a game. It like almost re. I don't know, it doesn't do a full reboot of the system, but it almost reboots the system and boots to disk, and gives you the available you know content on the disk. And now it looks like you really won't have that. It's gonna be more in the operating system, and, and that's gonna make a lot of sense uh, a little bit later on. When we start talking about the bad stuff. <laughs> so, we're not. We're the not bad talking stuff. about the bad stuff. We haven't talked about the bad stuff yet. No. So we haven't even started the bad stuff yet. Oh, not no. yet. So um, there's a 500 gigabyte hard drive, which I don't. Really, I, I don't. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later because I don't think it's going to fly. <laughs> that's um, bad stuff. <laughs> that's part bad. of the bad stuff. Um, there is a Blu-ray drive, HDMI, and out, and USB 3.0. One thing I did notice looking at the back of the Xbox, there is no component cable. Nope. No component. So, so 
if you don't have HDMI TV, you can get the fuck out. Like it's. Oh uh, yeah, it's, no, but you have to have HD. I kind of, I kind of feel, given now that I mean, even like they don't really broadcast in H, they only broadcast in HD now. Like I mean, I know I they say still composite cable. I said component. Component cable renders 1080p television. Oh, I see. Oh, you're talking HDMI. Sp- oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like there are no component cables. You know. What? Um, I don't the know. Five. What? For those who don't know, that's the five cables. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the five. I think the the only issue there, I feel like most TVs nowadays have an HDMI slot. It's just a matter of but do you plenty, have enough of them? There's plenty of people who bought televisions that don't have HDMI spots that are working perfectly fine. Yeah, it's not like they they were selling flat screens for a long time. I feel, well, well, I feel like HDMI. if you if, if you can afford to buy a launch console, you probably have a TV that can can handle that. I disagree. Possibly you have the money because you haven't been buying TVs recently. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, I, I see what you're saying. Basically, I, I'm not gonna be able to take this. To my gra- I'm not gonna be able to take this to any any grandparents' place and hook it up and that's deal true. with them. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But that's 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 why you have mobile gaming. Oh, shut up, Nick. Actually, you you have problems taking it to your grandparents' place anyway because you'd have to drag your damn connect with it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It's true. It's true. This thing yeah. is not meant to be mobile, so... It, it definitely is not. <laughs> you won't be picking up your Xbox and taking it to a friend's house, that's for damn sure. No, they expect that your friend will also have an Xbox. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why doesn't he have an Xbox? <laughs> He's not one of us! One of us! <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think anyone is going to be part of the one of us. Yeah. Uh, so let's see what else we got here. A new controller... Which, to Mikey's delight, has bigger bumpers. Because apparently Mikey was having trouble with the bumpers <laughs> beforehand. I don't like the bumpers on the 360 controller. Tell him why. Don't. Why don't you like the bumpers, Mikey? They oh. weren't... okay. They I didn't like how... like They felt small to me. And like I didn't like how they pressed in and pressed out. It didn't feel right. See, why didn't they feel right? It just didn't feel right. Tell him what you told me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what I told you. What I tell you? Like you it was sticky. You say you know. that it was sticky. You didn't like that. It was too hard to press in. Yeah. He's like, you have toddler index fingers. No. <laughs> I'm just like I have to like I don't know. I just didn't like it. Yeah. So he <laughs> didn't like. He didn't like the. Bumpers. I don't like the bumpers. I I don't fucking care. I don't like the bumpers on the 360 controller. Your credibility, you know your credibility is really low on controllers because you don't like, like... <laughs> I think it's incredibly so high. The, he has very high standards. High standards. I <laughs> standards. Like, I don't take shit. Well, you don't like, like, certain... You like, if you don't like the Nintendo 64 controller, like, come on. Everybody thought it was weird at first, but when you actually used it, it was a different story. Oh, um, leave it alone. <laughs> it's a sensitive subject. I, I just want to say that I, I didn't like the Xbox controller. Because it's not DualShock. Oh, okay. It's not DualShock. So you did like the Xbox controller. Gotcha. Okay, so let's see what else we got here. But yeah, the controller does have bigger bumpers. Um, it looks like the bottoms of it are a little bit shorter. Uh, and uh, it actually has uh, force feedback in the triggers now. The triggers have force feedback. How that's going to work, I'm not exactly sure. Maybe you'll get more of a, more feedback um on like first person shooters and stuff like that who knows i i can't say for sure uh but they didn't talk too much about the controller 
what they really want the controller to be is you. <laughs> they, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they want you to use that connect. They really want you to use that connect, man. Uh, let's see. Hold on one second. Because <laughs> Nick just sent me some shit. I'm just like, I, I, I can't. Yeah, I didn't mean to distract you like that. Yeah, thanks. No, but I think, well, again, I think the problem is it's not that they want you to be the controller. It's that for the functions that they were demonstrating, you didn't need the controller. Because what were they showing? They were showing off how you can easily switch between media and switch between functions just by telling it, you know, Xbox, you know, wash my abs. like you know and so and so to that degree it's it's like you're not using a controller for that and i mean in a way that is an improvement because what's the what's the modern analog for whatever system you're using it's generally that you're using a remote and so if if you look at this as an adjunct to your tv and you say okay i can you know because you could even set it to be like xbox go to cbs and it'll take you you know it'll bring up whatever's on CBS at that point, assuming that you're old and you like to watch how I met your mother. But otherwise, you know, but it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I can see how that's because here's, here's the other thing to think about. If you recall, we're coming up on, on 20, 2015, yeah, 2015, which is the 30 year uh, anniversary of back to the future. When Marty McFly goes to the future. And when they were sitting down in there, they were, they, they would just issue commands to their house and the house would respond to them. And I think the Xbox is that's kind of the future they're going towards. And we can't get there where you can have fruit come from the ceiling and, you know, just say like lights on when you enter a room and the lights turn on, but you can have the Xbox turn your TV on and go to your favorite show. And that's great. And that's all, you know, super fun for futurists, but that has nothing to do with gaming. It has nothing to do with a gaming controller. And so, yeah, it makes sense that for them to kind of go through all that they're not going to touch the controller. If they touch the controller, that's almost like a point of fail for them. Well, I didn't need them to touch the controller. It was like, I was just saying, they didn't spend a lot of time on it. Um, even though it has a new design and everything, but it was mainly about the Connect. They spent a lot more time on the Connect, talking about how awesome the Connect is now. And not only with, uh, you know, voice commands and stuff, it, it, it's, they said it's more conversational. And I can understand you. That's only going to work to a certain point, but whatever. Uh, you know. does, does it talk back to you yet? Not yet, no. Because that I, I want it to be like you know like you know Xbox put on Jersey Shore and then it'll be like no I'm not doing that. <laughs> so uh, basically, the Connect way more detailed now. Um, it can detect way more bend points. Like it looks like it, it when I saw from what I saw, it can detect like your knees, your ankles, your uh, you it can know, detect your heart. It can detect your heartbeat. <laughs> it can detect uh, like that's that's crazy enough. It can detect your freaking heartbeat. No, yeah. You know, but crazy. That, that's awesome though because again, this is not really a game. But as far as like fitness software, that has a ton of potential. Oh yeah, no, it that's can, great. It can put it this can... in your workout room, and it's like yeah, you, you know, you let the Xbox watch you. Like it can see like okay, you know what? We're pushing this guy a little too hard. Let's slow down the routine a little bit. I mean, there's a lot of actual like it's not. Technically, it is impressive what they've done, but that's... Well, I think you know, the Connect is very impressive. The Connect 2 is very impressive. It could, it could detect down to your uh, thumb and index finger. Yeah. You know what it's doing. And it can detect your heartbeat. It can also detect individual people, uh, and it could, it could tell that they're individuals, which is another software pattern that Microsoft uh, is trying to get pushed through that allows them to count the number of people in a room. Does it recognize Siamese twins? I'm pretty sure it does. I'm pretty sure it will. But does it count them as an individual then, or two people? They're two separate people. 
but does the connect know that? Maybe I don't know. Like it's gonna be like, what? is that two heads? Yeah, that's two people. Because then we could really mess it up by just like putting on one shirt with like two people like sticking out of it. Oh my gosh! And we're gonna watch shows like that. Well, yeah, because we don't want the connect to actually be spying on us. Oh, okay. That's another thing. That's one of the upgrades I didn't like. The fact that the connect stays on all the time. All the time. It, it's always listening. Mm-hmm. Always recording. Always, always recording and listening. I think the next one should follow patent it for looking for listening for keywords for advertisement or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like they they would they want you to be able to walk up to the Xbox and say Xbox on and it just turns on. Yeah. Like it was really hard to press a button, but you know that's that is so 2000 and late pressing buttons. <laughs> okay, like that is. <laughs> now it's all about the the saying "turn on" and shit turns on, but um yeah, but the service in general, like they, they talk about how much they upgraded Xbox Live, like it's gonna Xbox Live is gonna use three hundred thousand servers now, and then they brought up yeah that's more computing power than the entire world had in nineteen ninety nine, yeah it's great we we've come a long way since then. <laughs> <laughs> My phone is more powerful than a computer back in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, probably twice as more than twice as powerful. Probably even more recent than ninety nine too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the Xbox Live service is very cloud heavy, and this is where we start getting into trouble. Um, well, actually, no. It comes. It enables some cool features, like because now with your Xbox, you can record any given moment through the interface. So you can you be re- playing and record yourself playing. Could you record? TV, because that part I wasn't clear on. Because my understanding was you can't use it as a DVR, but you can record like when you're playing a game. This was one of the few things, one of, I guess a few features for gaming that they actually did highlight. But yeah, when you're playing a game, like you can record sort of parts of your playthrough and then save that to the hard drive. But yeah, it, but I mean that's no, no, it doesn't save to the hard drive. It saves to the cloud. The cloud. And you can't. Okay. I think they avoided the whole TV recording thing, is because that would fuck with uh, TV providers and their DVR support uh, that they so, get. Well, the Xbox, the Xbox can, the Xbox 360, sorry, can be a DVR. It is a built-in function. Really? But I, I, yeah. But I want to say I heard that they were getting rid of that for this one. That it, this will not be a DVR. Maybe I don't know. Well, probably so they don't piss off TV companies. Yeah. Well, see, I, I, but to a degree though. I mean, this is completely side topic, so I'm just going to say this and then be done with it. But I feel like a DVR is sort of pointless technology. Once the TV shows are all, once the TV shows are all in the cloud anyway, it doesn't matter if you recorded it on your personal box or not, because you can just stream it from the cloud and watch what you want. Well, watch. it's not going to fucking matter when TV's on the internet anyway. Well, exactly, and this is going to have an internet connection, so there you go. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So one of the biggest things, and that one of the biggest problems I foresee is that. The uh, Microsoft is really pushing developers to use uh, their Azure. Is it how do you pronounce it? Is it Azure service? Yeah, I think Azure. Yeah, because I've been I've been hearing about it for years. But basically, it's cloud computing, uh, where uh, you know a program or an application or a game in this case can send computations to the Azure cloud to do the computations and send it back because you know internet's all super zippy fast these days. The problem with that is whenever a game uses a service like that, especially for a like single player, it's going to require an always online connection. But we'll get yes. into that. Um, but the, the example they use is for multiplayer. Um, for multiplayer, you know, it can probably enhance multiplayer matches because the servers can handle 
uh, more computations. Well, technically speaking, that they're not handling the computations, but there's going to be more computing space available to handle the computations. So you're talking like if this is the good thing about it is if this gets used, you can have more advanced AI. The bad thing about it is if it gets used, you get, your ass has to be on the internet. Yes. Well, this yes. is this is basically what. EA was claiming they were doing for SimCity that they weren't actually doing for SimCity. Right. E, this EA loves this right now. <laughs> they love it. Oh, oh, they love it for a lot of reasons. Oh, yeah. But, um, so, let's see. Let's see what else. So EA Sports showed some pre-rendered games. We talked about that. Um, so did Forza. Very pre-rendered. Don't know what the game, don't know what the system console looks like. Um, found that there's going to be 15 exclusive titles for Xbox One. Um, and eight of those are going to be brand new titles. In the first year, they're saying 15 new titles, like exclusive titles in the first year. So I'm curious as to what was, what wasn't exclusive before that's going to be exclusive now. I mean, of course you have Halo, but I don't think they're going to release a new Halo in the first year. Well, well, no, we, we can get to, cool. we can get to the Halo product. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let me tell you something about Halo. <laughs> The greatest Halo trolling took place at the Xbox One. Review. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my God, they got me good. They got me good <laughs> because I, you know, they, they the, the person from Microsoft Studio comes out on screen. Somebody from Three Four Three comes out on the screen, and they're all like, "Yeah, Master Chief Adventure, blah blah blah." I was like, "Shut up, women. Just give me Halo Five, okay?" <laughs> and that's not what happened at all. <laughs> it's, it's like we like to present to you the Halo's t- TV series. Like they're doing like a, a live action Halo series. It was the biggest trolling because every single person in that place thought that they were going to announce Halo Five. Wasn't wasn't there a Halo series called like Red versus Blue or something? There yeah, is, but that was but it's not live action. This is, li- this is live action, and yeah. the terrible. only really saving grace here is it, it's being done by Steven Spielberg. But a, even you know, then, that's like fifty-fifty. It's it's it, it, his name is attached to it, but unless he, but even then, he might direct the pilot. But he's not. I mean, he's just there because it's Microsoft, and like they they want like a big name. So it's like ooh, but well, no, I, I wouldn't. Game, no, he, he directs movies. He doesn't. No, I would not get too too in. I would not hang my hat on Spielberg making Halo awesome. I mean, I think really the the more important impressive thing is that three four three studios is still involved. I mean, because they, they they were the ones that did uh, Halo Four, right? And they did a good job. And they did I a bet great you, job. I bet yes. you, Bungie's really happy they jumped ship on the <laughs> Halo. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I'll say I'm gonna say this in Three Four Three's defense: they made a better Halo game than Bungie ever did. Yeah, yeah, and that really? says a lot. Oh yeah, the Halo, Halo 4, Four, Halo Four is total is like real. It's really nice. It's a good game. They did a great job with Halo Four. I mean, like, if you look at Halo, like, the reason Halo is so big is because, you know, besides GoldenEye, there really wasn't any good first-person shooters on the market uh, for console. I mean, Perfect Dark was good, but that didn't get nearly the attention that GoldenEye did. And then Halo comes out, introduces a brand new mechanic with the recharging shields, and has very solid gameplay for a console first-person shooter. That's why Halo did so well. Not only that, but Halo, Halo was the first game that really brought, like, network play to the console. And so that, at least as far as the shooters go, 
yeah, the Xbox was much easier to network the Xboxes. Yeah. I'll give you that. Is that because that because that I remember hearing a lot about like like especially in the college dorms. That's like, where it got big. Put all their consoles together, and they'd have these massive well, Halo. Col- the reason it got big in college dorms because they wouldn't have to like cluster them together. <laughs> they'd just be on the college dorm network and exactly, be able to play against exactly. each other, and then they could do that. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, and and then that's what always surprised me is that. You know, like Halo Two was the first one to actually use Xbox Live because yeah. that, you know, that I like my understanding of Halo was that like it was always a network game, and so. Yeah. But anyway, and, but anyway, and, and so it's just as someone who's not never been invested in the Halo universe, as, as you can possibly tell by my comments, um, I just thought that was hysterical that that that's how they're leveraging this IP. We're not going to come at you. We're not going to come at you with a game that you want to buy. We're going to come at you with a TV show that you can download through. I don't even, did they even say what service it's going to be on or how you're going to acquire this? It's just to somehow be accessible to your Xbox. Yeah, probably. I'll say probably my, uh, Microsoft video or, you know, windows store video, whatever. I don't know because yeah. it, it's yeah. So yeah, <laughs> biggest Halo trolling to take place in the history of Halo. Okay, now I want to talk about <laughs> there. The thing I want to talk about now is um, a couple of things that were said by the presenters. Um, this was cool. This uh, this is a quote that I, I I put down in my notes because I thought it was amazing that he said it. The biggest challenge with watching TV. And when he said that, I was like, that's like an oxymoron. Is, <laughs> how can, you know what the biggest challenge, you know, this is what I think the biggest challenge of watching TV is. There is no challenge in watching television. I, I disagree. I disagree. And, I, 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 and honestly, I don't know where you're going with this quote, but I want to say, you know, my opinion, the biggest challenge in watching TV is having to wait for a week when you're like, you know, you're into a show and you're like, oh, now that just ended. I got to wait a week until they come out with the next one. So it's I'm hoping really a, that whatever you're about to say addresses my biggest challenge. Honestly, my biggest challenge would be losing the remote. Like that's also, the biggest challenge of watching okay. TV. I feel like we're playing Family Feud. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> anyway, survey says. Survey says. Yeah, and so like, another guy says it sounded simple to watch TV, but because of changing input, it wasn't. Dude, are you serious? Like, they, they mentioned changing inputs as a challenge to watching TV. Dude, I actually have a remote for my TV here, and I still just press the inputs directly on the television because my arms can reach. Thank God I am 6'3". Huh? Or, or your apartment's small, apparently. Well, no, I, I play in like, my den, like my big TV oh, my, uh, like my, in my living room. I like use the remote to switch inputs. But there is no challenge in watching that's... TV. Everybody, they expect everybody to be like, oh, Microsoft, how did I watch TV without you? How did I do it without an Xbox One? Oh, my God, my life is complete now. No. 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 Like, that's not how it works. Frankly, here, here, I think here's the problem that they're running into. I can see how, yes. If you remove the need to have to hit a button to change inputs, like theoretically, okay, that saves you what, like, like two seconds off your day. But fundamentally, that's not a feature I want out of my gaming console. That's a feature I want out of my TV. I shouldn't be saying Xbox change, you know, change inputs. I should be saying, you know, TV change inputs. Yeah. So I think that really what they've done here is they've kind of shown the TV manufacturers like, look, you guys can do this and completely undercut our business model. Oh yeah, absolutely. Samsung was watching that like get on that. <laughs> Engineers get on that. 
And, uh, yeah, because actually Samsung was already working on a Kinect-like camera for television. They were already working on that. So, you know, this it's not that, I, w- I would say it's a very far reach for them to, uh, for them to do this, okay? Um, so now let's talk about some, uh, some other things. That, that was the conference, pretty much in a nutshell. They showed a couple of games. Actually, no, they didn't really show any games. They showed, like, something new from Remedy called, um... Quantum, quantum quantic break quantum break quantum break and i had no idea what it was about basically it was a live action trailer at first the girl touched this woman then a boat crashed and then a guy got i don't even know if he got shot or i don't know what the fuck was happening i, I don't i don't know what the fuck happened all i know is a boat crashed into a brit it did a quantic shift like it was one place and then it like time warped and itself or something. It time warped? I just thought it was in the water. I don't know, like it teleported. <laughs> like it moved like a space where it would have taken forever to get to, but like it was like really far back and then all of a sudden it's like really far close to the bridge and then it crashes into the bridge. I have no idea what was going on. But <laughs> it showed that um what else did they show they showed the new Call of Duty which I mean It has a dog. It has a dog. Okay, okay dog. That they're gonna kill. Because everyone's already assuming the dog's going to die. The dog's going to die. Everybody <laughs> dies in Call of Duty. Like, if you play Modern Warfare 2 or 3, everybody dies. Like, the only per I'm sorry, I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to spoil the end of Modern Warfare 3 because I really don't give a fuck right now. But the only person who doesn't die in that series that you play as is Price. He's the only person in that series that doesn't die. I don't even know why he's alive. <laughs> to be honest with you. He probably Damn, he died from cancer a couple of hours after he survived that because all those like, all that smoking. But shit, like, yeah, like that was it. Captain Price, the only person who lived in the Modern Warfare series. Just unnecessary deaths. We should have a special edition about that shit. <laughs> like, why did he have to die? <laughs> but anyway, um, so, yeah, the dog's gonna die. Yeah, the conference is pretty much that. Like, they, they were showing off the new graphics, which really don't wow anymore because we've had these graphics on PC for quite some time. Well, it's just like, it looks like like a three, it looks like a 360.5. It doesn't really look like a next step. Um, do you know what? We have to see it in motion. Because, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's true. All we did see is like, all we did see is really, because Ghost is going to be a PS3 and 360 game. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not really going to be like a full-blown next-gen game, but like all we've seen are fucking CG trailers that doesn't show you shit. Yeah, well, actually, the, I'll give this thing for to Activision. Everything Activision shows regarding Call of Duty is always done in engine. Yeah, always. But it it just <laughs> so like that's how that game is 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 gonna look. But PC players won't notice a difference because that's how it looks for us right now. Yeah, it didn't look better than Bioshock Infinite, I'll say that. Oh, no, it did not. <laughs> like... Oh, come on now. So, what? Come oh, on yeah, now. That, that, that game's coming out in 2013. It will live under Bioshock's Infinite Shadow. Okay? It's a next-gen It's a next gen game. I can compare it to Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. So, I see it, but that was pretty much the way the, what the conference went. Now, after the conference is when shit hit the fan. First of all, I'd like to bring up the fact that a couple minutes after the conference started, Sony's stock went up by 9%. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, it did. It, it was that so- is legit. It, it jumped up by 9%. <laughs> That to me says that there was a moment in time where the Microsoft executives and the Sony executives were all enjoying the press conference. <laughs> Absolutely. Kaz and Jack Trenton are like... like they high-fived each other like, you guys totally nailed that. Yeah. yeah. That is something I did not expect to see when that shit happened. I really did not like... Somebody brought it up, like, look what happened. And it's weird, man. Like, you look at the chart, and it's like 12 p.m., 1 p.m., bam! Just, like, straight up. Like, holy <laughs> shit. So, yeah. Um, Sony enjoying the press conference. So, like I said, after the press conference, when shit hit the fans, because that's when people get to ask questions. One question is, will it require internet connection? Well, turns out that while it does not require a persistent internet connection, the Xbox One has to check in with home with the with the mothership at least once a day. Nah, they haven't actually confirmed that. They recanted. They they they. All we know is it is on some period to be determined that it needs to check in. They so recanted. regardless, it has no, no, to no, check. No, I mean, it the, needs the, an the, internet the, connection the, to check the, in. The, the point is valid. It does require a regular internet connection because even then people would be like so it requires an always on connection like well if your internet goes out for a little bit like you're still fine and they're like no 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 that's not what i'm asking i'm asking like do i have like if i just don't hook it up to the internet can i play and to that the fundamental answer is no because even then uh, well actually we'll get to that there's more stuff you're getting to i don't want to get ahead (laughs) well another thing that requires the internet is the fact that okay when you get a disc the disc is only an install disc. It basically has the files you need to install the game because every disc game, every game is required that it installs onto the Xbox One, which is why I am having problems with the 500 gigabyte hard drive. Okay, the hard drive that I put my Steam games on is two terabytes. That fucker is almost filled. <laughs> okay, um, so if this Xbox is gonna last, if this system is gonna last for an extended period of time. That hard drive is going to fill up actually pretty fast with AAA no, titles. I, 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 I disagree, and and this Why? is even worse. Though. <laughs> Why do you disagree? Why? No, because fundamentally what you're saying makes sense. I think what it's going to do is all it's going to save to the, the console is your activation information, and I think that game is going to live in the cloud. And so you're going to see, like we were kind of saying earlier, like even for your single player experiences, it's going to have to pull all this shit down and it'll have enough to go on where if you lose your internet connection for like 20 minutes or something, like you can keep going. But ultimately I think in order to maximize that disc space, they can't be installing those full games on there. Well, and that's really where the cloud system. Hmm? Didn't they say you have to install the end of the system? Yeah, yeah, like you have to install the game. The game has to be installed into the system. I don't. I, well, I, th- I think what they're calling an install is more of just it saves your activation information, and then you can play the game and download you it. You are being so generous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't see how you're seeing this as generous. I'm. This is, you know, because as, as you pointed out, that 500 gigabytes is nothing. Right. And, so they can make a lot off of external hard drives for the fucker. Well, but that's. 
that's just a shitty too because I mean that's the other thing is you can't even replace that hard drive. Right, it's internal. You can't replace it, but it's got USB ports on the side that you can plug in externals. But but, so then, why would you go through the process of making this nice little black box if you're going to have like constantly be plugging shit into it? That doesn't make sense. They to me, they would not have set that that they would not have picked a hard drive that was so fundamentally small unless they knew ultimately we don't need that much storage. And if they don't need that much storage, it's because this device is, as they say, powered by the cloud. I think they undercut storage all the time. Yeah, like, like 500 gig sounds amazing to Xbox users right now. Well, yeah, oh, but amazing. That's double than the highest capacity that they have available to Xbox users, but to developers, to that's the, developers. They, they, but, but dude, yeah, developers aren't buying the system; but, it's well, users. I mean, I know we, I know we talked about how Sony actually consulted the developers to make sure that their device had enough resources for them going forward. But I can't see how Microsoft, well. Actually, I take it back. Maybe I can. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to think that they wouldn't be so so short-sighted to say, okay, well, really, I mean, what? The the average person has, what, maybe three games that they play on their Xbox? So 500 gigs is enough. But if you want to have five, then you're screwed? Like, uh, uh, admittedly, I mean, and that, that kind of thinking actually says, that kind of thinking actually says, like, you know, screw the core. We're going for, like, the guy that only plays Madden and Call of Duty every year. But... Like if it, 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 again, if you're making a box of this nature that like you you would need like the, where you're planning, you're not, it's not just that you're making a box of this nature, but one of your one of your design goals is to make it so you have to install on this console. Then you would need to give it enough enough hard drive space to 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 do that. And I have to think that some some engineer somewhere in their design team said, if we're going to go down this road, then the only way that makes sense is the installs are fairly small and a lot of data is pulled from the cloud, which then comes back to the whole always on versus, you know, can it be disconnected from the Internet? I have a question for you. Okay. How many how many people do you think bought new Xboxes that had a bigger hard drive on it when they got released? That is a good point. I will I will give you that. Well done, Mikey. Okay. The answer's a lot. <laughs> just, just okay. to let you know. So I mean that's that's gonna be my counter argument. Like or just and, the- or they could sell or they could sell external Microsoft hard drives. But yeah, I'm I'm probably- honestly gonna say they will increase the size of the Xbox One hard drive the later down the road, the same way they did it with the three sixty. Because it oh, sold absolutely. and it worked. They always do that. They always do that. I'll give you that. Oh, absolutely they're gonna do that. Um but yeah, so yeah, but either, either way, the the games have to be installed directly to the to the uh, to the Xbox One, actually, and then you can actually toss the disc if you want to. Cause the disc well, is, yeah, you know, actually, that was actually going to be a follow up question, which I don't even think I've seen anywhere in any of the the reading I've done about this. But okay, if if so, if we know that there's a potential disc space issue, if you say, okay, you know what, I got Madden 2014, and now it's 2017, I'm not going to play that. Let me uninstall it, and now. Like you go back to say like, hey, you know, yeah, I, I kind of missed Madden 2014. Let me play that one again. I think you'll be able to it's reinstall game, it. Or did you burn that activation code? No, no, no you'll be able to reinstall it. It's, it's tied to your account, which that was the next thing I was going to get to. Um, for every game, you're going to have to put an activation code in. Yes. That 25 character activation code. It's annoying. I have a keyboard on my computer. I don't even like putting it in. This on is on my keyboard. Well, It'd be nice if the activation code was just a series of button presses, like up, down, left, right, X, Y. That would be nice. That would be nice. If they won't do it, though, you know you're going to have to use a keyboard that you're navigating. Unless you're like Xbox, A, 
Xbox Q. I, I might just grab a keyboard and plug it in to do that if I had to, but... If it supports keyboards. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we don't even know if it does that. Yeah, it we don't know. It has an Xbox keyboard. Yeah, so, like, yeah, basically... um. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a pain in the ass. I, I hate I hate it. Put one of the reasons I never put in online uh, like the online passes in the new games because I don't buy really buy used games. I only buy new games. I never like put the fucking code in. That's, so a, I, that's pretty lazy. I do. I I wasn't really gonna play the multiplayer all that much anyway. I was like, fuck, the, I'm not gonna put the code so in. Fun, so fundamental, fundamentally, that leaves you actually in a pretty good position for those games. You could resell them with the code. Well, no, you can't play them at all. Oh, you mean those games? I'm sorry, like the old games that you didn't put the code in for. You can resell them with the code and, and make some... If sweet. I did it myself, yeah, but game, I can't take it to GameStop. GameStop, but $3. That's, That's all it's worth. That's true. Actually, GameStop might not take them because your code might be used. How would they know? Well, they'll probably take the code out of it, yeah. Yeah. Unless it's not scratched off. If, unless it's one of those things that doesn't have a scratch off. So um, many possibilities. <laughs> I really don't think. I think GameStop probably will. Well, Microsoft said they've got like some secret used game system where you could trade their games in through them, but we don't know anything about it yet. No, I, think, I don't even know how it's going to work if these if these games are you, locked to your account. They, well, so you're you supposedly just, supposed to be able to do it via retail. How? I don't know. I would think like you would just go through the Xbox Live Marketplace. Say you want to give up this game, and then they give you Microsoft points for it to buy another one. That makes sense. That's literally the best way sense. I can yeah. think they could do it. And then, yeah, if you want to reinstall, you have to pay like full price for the game or something. Either yeah. that, or you can. They might let you trade with other people. But Mark, but at least the GameStop, see, the CEO of GameStop said that you will be able to trade games at retail. He said that. So I'm like, <laughs> how? Unless there's a function. That would allow you to go in and release the game, but that defeats the whole purpose. Why no, do that? No, no, no. Because what you're missing is the ability to lend the game to people. Because they were they were even talking about this. Is no, that assuming you you assuming you want to keep the game, but you just want to give the game to somebody on a short term basis, then that person needs to buy the game because they, they, they like they were saying if you take the game to your friend's house and you want to play the game you have to reinstall it and you have to pay the full price of the game in order to have that installed under their account unless you sign in to Xbox Live with your account at which point you have access to all the games you would normally have and then you can play the game that way so you know so basically it's like yeah you can go over to your friend's house and play your Xbox and everything's fine but if you like leave the game there and it's like oh hey I'll keep this for a week if you still have that game activated on your Xbox because you're like dude bring that game back he can't play that game on his Xbox unless he actually pays and installs it or so, uses your account I don't so fundamentally they're they're I guess they're not really cracking down on the used games market they're really cracking down on like lending what that's so like that's really <laughs> it's the used game market that they that they're complaining about. Not the I, I, I think really I think what this is is to a degree it's a Trojan horse, insofar as if their end goal is to cut GameStop out. But the problem is they can't cut GameStop out yet. I don't know if they're being just being nice or if they actually feel like we do get a fair amount of revenue from GameStop. We don't feel like pissing these people off just yet. We want to get gamers accustomed to a system that's completely unfair to them and you know makes their life a living hell, but at least like down the road for the next console, now when we introduce a system that's very similar, but now we can cut GameStop out and GameStop is screwed. Or even with like a firmware update or something. Well, this we is can the most roundabout fucked up way they can do that. 
Okay. Um, which, which really, it makes sense for Microsoft. I mean, it's, it's stupid. It's fucking dumb. You have college graduates over there. <laughs> Look, how, how are you coming up with this logic? Like, if they want to, if they want to cut out GameStop, the easiest way to do that is digital distribution. Mm-hmm. How do you get people to like digital distribution? You make it worth their while, like Sony does. What does Sony Plus. do? Your digital distribution, your PlayStation Plus, and your digital, and the games that you actually buy via digital distribution are cheaper. Five dollars, ten dollars cheaper. But you know who buys games for five dollars, ten dollars cheaper? Use games, people. They buy the they'll, they'll buy the the five dollar, ten dollar, the 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 fifty five dollar Call of Duty, the fifty dollar. Yeah, Call of Duty. but now we're running into problems with the digital distribution age anyway, because now our games aren't being able to carry over for, to the new systems. Now that's another issue. That that like now see like for I put that's the glory of the PC master race because I don't have that problem. Well, that's true. <laughs> you know, so it's very possible. Like, if the game, all the game companies really need to do it now. I'll, I'll, I'll give them this. Before this generation, you know, with the Xbox One and the PS4, they were not using x86 architectures. Now that they're using x86 architectures, the next consoles could easily do backward compatibility. Yeah, but like you know. You're not going to, to make a game work on the core processor and x86, it's going to require resources that they're not going to put into it. So that's why they're, they're going to cut bait and let it go. But now if they really push digital distribution with the x86 processor being at the forefront, they will, they shouldn't have many excuses to pull those games over. It's kind of like when games work on Windows XP, Windows Vista, Windows 7. You know, you know. Uh, actually, I have a game here that I wish I could get to work on Windows 7. The original Oni. Remember that? Bungie? Yeah? Mm. Yeah. Oh, mm. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? See, Mikey, I don't, I don't get Mikey sometimes. Like, he, just, he just is a bad person. Anyway. <laughs> so, like, you know, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, yeah over time, like, I can, I can no longer play this game. Because it's uh you know it's it's just too old, but you know it did last for a while. Like I was able to play that game all the way up to Windows XP, and it came out way before that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but that's the thing. Like yeah, with the x86 architecture, uh, they will they should be able to do backward compatibility. I think backward compatibility is gonna make a comeback next time. Next time. <laughs> next time. On, on, on the Xbox Eight. Yeah. <laughs> Xbox yes. Vista. Xbox Vista. <laughs> See, that, yeah. that's when we should have known that Microsoft didn't understand code, like co- coherent numbering schemes. When they go from like 3 to 95 to XP, and then even now what, the last one was going to be blue, but now it's 8.1. Well, that was just a working title. That was the code name for it. Oh. Blue. You know, it's, it's an update. It's a service pack. Get together, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. The overall, this very, as it stands right now, the, the Xbox One feels not so friendly to gamers. Like, if you don't play games, it probably sounds like an excellent device. But I, sounds- I would, I would argue, if you play games and you play sports games in Call of Duty, <laughs> it sounds like an excellent device. Yeah, like, not even, like, because of the whole locking into the system, trading, you know, use game situation. 
it's it's uh, for people who for who just want to use it for entertainment. I think it sounds great. Yeah. But you know what? If the PS3 can do can if the PS3 can get me Netflix, Hulu Plus, Amazon Prime, I don't need anything Microsoft has to offer. You also don't need the PS4 then, and the PS3 does do that. Oh yeah, sorry, the PS4. That's what I'm talking about. No, but but no, I mean, but, no, but I mean, fundamentally, you you make a valid point. Is like right now, I have a PS3 in my basement that has all three of those services on it, and okay, admittedly, I have to press a button, and yeah, the remote, <laughs> the remote, the, okay, the remote controller does go dead after five minutes. So when I finish watching a show on Hulu, I gotta hit the button, wait for it to turn on the controller to turn on, and then navigate my menus. I'll but see. That's like you're not prepared. You need the PlayStation uh, like remote control. Never turns off, baby. Ah, but I'm cheap. <laughs> Nick, you're making <laughs> enough money. <laughs> I have two mortgages right now, damn it. I'm cheap. <laughs> Treat yourself, Nick. Treat yourself. Treat myself to two mortgages. See, I got the I got the PlayStation 3 controller because I knew I was going to be using the PlayStation 3 for Blu-ray and stuff like that. And it was one of the best investments I ever had made. You know how many times I've replaced the battery in that thing? Zero. Twice. Wow. Two times. It's very good. And I use it a lot. I use it a lot. Um, I guess my, my counterpoint to that is I'm actually fine having to wait those few minutes, that few seconds. <laughs> oh, so now I sound like the snob. No, no, no. But you know what? But that's that's like a cost of doing business, I guess, or whatever. Like, okay, there are other options for me where I don't have to worry about that. So be it. But the point is that, like, really, like the really the only added functionality that the Xbox gives me over both of our experiences is that instead of having to like you know deal with a remote or deal with a controller, we can just be like Xbox, Netflix, and it just does all that. And it seems that there's a lot of other. There's a lot of other crap we have to deal with to get to that point. I'm, yep. The crap. As far as like having the connect that's always on and potentially watching you. Oh, I thought you'd be like crap, like using your controller. No. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was really like, no. well, for the Xbox, I guess that's really the only problem. Actually, is there a feature where for the connect, let's say you lose your Xbox controller, but you want to play a game that requires a controller. Can you just be like Xbox? Where's my controller? And it like lights up or buzzes or something. So you can find it. That would actually be kind of cool. That actually but would then be again, cool. don't lose your controller because I don't. Well, <laughs> I don't. I, and honestly, I don't either. But like, why not put that functionality in? Oh, who knows? So that... they can make you buy a controller if you lose it. There you go. Oh, Mikey, very nice, Mikey, Mikey. Mikey with the logic. <laughs> Mikey with the asshole save. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm I'm totally in Microsoft's head right now. I'm saying, I'm saying you're you're smart, and, and they'd be assholes if they did that. But you know, that's valid. Huh. <laughs> yeah, so like it just the the whole Xbox One. This it was a bad. I don't know. I'm sorry. Like Microsoft keeps think like, they they're acting like the Xbox is synonymous with entertainment and synonymous with you know uh, being in your living room, but the Xbox is really synonymous with being a game console. That's what people know for. That's what the yeah, Xbox yeah. branding is known for. Your core audience is gamers, and they totally ignored the core. But I, but I th- here's the thing though, we, and we've talked about this before, is we have like these companies, especially EA. EA pisses and shits on everybody, and people bitch and complain for two years now. EA has been what the worst company customer service or whatever in that Forbes poll. Yet people keep buying EA games. I mean, SimCity. For as much as people pissed, you know, bitched and moaned about that early, you know, the the the, the problems they had getting going there, it still sold a shit ton of games, and you know, people are still buying it. 
you know, now they can actually play it. So there's a reason to buy it, but that's besides the point. And fundamentally the, the one problem that we run into with the core gamers is that as much as they, they hate on what a lot of the companies are doing at the end of the day, they see the games and they, they drool over the games and they want the games and they buy the games. And I think you're still going to see like high sales of the Xbox one at see. launch, especially because here's the other thing too. If I can just finish real quickly is that right now, okay. You know, they screwed up the first impression. What ultimately matters is how much hype there is when this thing actually launches. And we didn't see any games. And it's very easy for them to come out at E3 and just be like, boom, here's all our glorious games. Here's our eight new IP and our 15 exclusives. Yeah. Not getting on your PS4. And they can just, you know, wave it all out for everybody to look at and, be, you know, be in awe of. Mm-hmm. And everybody's going to be drooling come, what, November, whenever the hell this thing is released. Mm-hmm. And all this negativity and, and pessimism and, and anti-Microsoft sentiment that we may be displaying is for naught because people will be like, well, I don't care that, you know, the connect is stupid. It has to be of an internet connection and, you know, it might be watching me when I'm sleeping and taking pictures of my butt. Like, <laughs> I just, I just want to play, you know, quantum break and that's it. They win. Okay. But then here's my counter argument. Remember the 360 launch, how it was supposed to have all these games and everyone got all hyped up for Perfect Dark Zero and cameo elements of power and all that shit. How, uh-huh. How'd that fare with everybody when it launched? But how? Yeah, Nick, how to do? Uh, okay, maybe they, well, here's the thing then. I'm assuming they're going to stick the landing on this. If they've said that we've got 15... 15 game or 15 exclusive NIPs. I'm expecting, you know, I guess within a, within a valid launch window, you know, trademark Nintendo, um, that they'll have all these games ready to go. If they're not, was per- I mean, if, if they're not, or if they turn out to be crappy, that's their fault. <laughs> but even then, if the games turn out to be crappy, all they have to do is the games at E3 and beyond just have to have a good enough showing to get people excited over it. If you can get people saying, like, look, if, if you can find that one killer game that everybody's like, hey, I need an Xbox because I need to play this, then that they win. Uh, I don't think they win, per se. I'm not saying that the Xbox I think they'll get it. a burst of early sales, and then once people realize the shit that they got themselves into... <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Because you know, as, as many as as much as people are talking about the fact that used games are going to be a problem and the, the whole locking disc thing, there like, I've I've saw like as much bad press as it's getting right now. I've seen several people on my friends list on Facebook like, oh, pre-orders up for the Xbox One, get your pre-orders in, blah blah blah. I'm just like, really, you know? But so I'm not saying the Xbox One's going to flop. No, like, it's going to sell. It'll be it's fine. Gonna, it's gonna it's gonna sell. And I think it's the long game that you got to worry about. I think, like, uh, it's gonna sell. It's gonna it's gonna get some sales out. People are gonna buy it. Some people are gonna not gonna like. Oh, I didn't realize I had to do this or yep. I had to do that, and then they're gonna yep. get pissed about it. Um, but if Microsoft continues the current practices that it's doing in terms of the developers and stuff like that, the PS4 is gonna win out, and that's because the PS4 is gonna have better games with probably similar graphics. They're probably both consoles are gonna probably the graphics are gonna be very similar to yeah. each other. By the you way, know. Call of Duty is a multi platform fucking title. Like yeah, that's you don't true. have to have a three sixty to play Call of Duty. 
But well, you true. have to have a 360 to get the DLC first. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, which is like. So, real. you got to wait, like, what? A couple weeks, a month, maybe, Max? It's a month. I think. Yeah, but, if, like if, but if, all, if all I play is, is, like, Madden and Call of Duty and I like to play fantasy football, yeah, the Xbox might speak to me more then because, hey, I can get my fantasy football stats. I can't do that on the PlayStation. Oh, my God. I have to use my phone when I have a PS4? Holy shit. I'm going to go Holy kill shit. myself. Oh, it's so cool to record games. Yeah, but, oh, it's so cool while I stream my games live. Yeah, but if I Twitter. use my phone, I have to be like, Siri, fantasy football stats. But if I use my Xbox, I can just be like, Xbox, fantasy football stats. It's not a selling point, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, it's not it's a selling a nice, point. It's, it's a nice feature. It, it is, is a nice, nice feature. feature. <laughs> it is not a goddamn, I have to buy this console for this. It, 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 Here's the thing: you're not. You don't have to convince me that it's not a selling point because I'm not the one that actually went out there and tried to push it like selling point. Yeah, it is totally not a selling point. I think that's what we're looking at here: PS4 selling points versus three versus Xbox One selling points, and the the PS4 just not only from you know it just feels more friendly. It, gamers are the core or the are the key focus. On the PS4, but the fact that they are making it easy for the developers, man, like that is what really draws me to the PS4. That the developers can easily make games for it and can easily port games from PC well, to it. It's gonna, it's gonna come out with better games. I'll give you, I'll give you that the PS4 is easy for developers, but if somehow, and I'm not at all saying this is gonna happen, but if somehow the Xbox takes off at launch and just shoots for the moon and everybody's got one as soon as they can and it's sold out for months because people keep buying them and if the playstation stumbles and sells as good as the wii u then as much as as much more difficult as it might be for developers to make games for the xbox then they're going to go there because it'll have such a large install base yeah. however, that's not however, that's not necessarily let, me just, let me just follow up and say that is not at all what's going to happen and i think <laughs> two, the two install bases will at least be within enough of a margin of difference that people will be like yeah we're doing it for the playstation and maybe the xbox if we feel i would even say even if that was the case it's not necessarily true because they're just developers that cannot develop for microsoft because of the that's cost involved not, because not only that, because you can't self-publish on the Xbox. You have to go through Microsoft yep. Studios still. Yeah. Or somebody else. You can't Xbox Live Arcade. You have to have another publisher put you up they there. They didn't say anything about the indie section. Or they might they, even they did recently. They just said something about it. Uh, there was a recent article, uh, I think on Joystick, about how you have to go th publish through Microsoft or another publisher yeah. to get your game up on the... That's not going to sit well. No, it's and, not. It's, it's not going to sit well at all. Don't quote me on that, but I think no, I remember no, seeing no, an article talking, on that. No, they, that's what they said. You you can't like you have to be an established publisher to publish games. And if you are an indie developer, you need to have an established publisher publish your game on 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 the Xbox. And that's uh, you know, I mean, that, that you're giving them more hoops to jump through. And and that's I mean, and that fundamentally, I mean, again. If you're looking at this like you know, especially especially not even to say like I want to make, I want to make like an entertainment system, and I'm I'm using air quotes for people who can't see that I'm using air quotes about entertainment system, but indie games are indie games are awesome if you're a console developer because you just need one or two that are amazing that can become like oh hey, you know like Angry Birds Angry Birds was not like. Uh, you know, Angry Birds was not a like a, a major publisher developed game, but that was like a killer app for the iPhone. And like everyone was like, oh hey, like you know, for your mobile devices. And, and it got to the point where now it's on everything, it you know. And and so 
if you want to take, you know, something like something, you know, not stupid like Angry Birds, but yeah, stupid like Angry Birds, and be like, you know, we're too good for that. We don't need that on our device. You've got to come through our system and and you know make it our way. That kind of little stuff that just spontaneously pops up that could help sell units for you. Why would you cut that off? Like it, and, and it, it's and and again, and I'm not even saying that as like from like oh you know you're cutting off gamers because that's not a gamer's game that's the casual market that you're trying to hit because hey you know what i want to be able to play angry birds on the same you know i want to be able to say xbox angry birds just like i say xbox abc oh wow and and, and to cut the people who would probably cut the people who would actually look at what you've done and actually be excited by that prospect off is shooting yourself in the foot I mean, and really, yeah. and we're really talking about shooting yourself in a foot in a series where you basically had a Gatling gun pointed at your toes. Yeah, I'm looking at this article right now. It says Vice President Phil Harrison recently revealed that the Xbox One marketplace will eliminate the Xbox Live Arcade and indie games channels and offer all its games under one big tent instead. That I actually don't mind because – to the degree, what they're saying is games are games. What? The, what yeah, but that means indie titles are going to get. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. That's not a slight against the arcade. That's not a slight against indie games. That's a slight against games in general because we saw how they they kind of shat on indie games by burying that menu. Now we're saying no, no. We're, it's not that we're going to bring the indie games up to the games menu. It's more like we're going to bury the games menu to the point that it doesn't matter that that's all pushed <laughs> into one pile. Yeah. yeah, actually, even now, like they're kind of like if you go into the arcade section, it's kind of like they put everything in there except the indie titles. They put all of the like the Xbox Live Arcade games and the downloadable titles in there. So when you're flipping through, it's kind of like a pain in the ass to get you know a specific downloadable title. Basically, the Xbox as it stands right now is difficult to use without a connect. Could could Journey under any scenario have happened under on a Microsoft console? If it was published through Microsoft, it would. Yep. See, I don't even. But it would it would would I guess the, the question becomes: Would Journey have even made it that far? Would they no. have like no? Because no. because no. Journey, say what you will, and, and again, it's actually kind of funny because the Journey's merit as an actual game can be questioned. Yes, it can. <laughs> and in which case, it would fit very well on a console, which its merit as a game system can be questioned. But, <laughs> but say what you will about Journey, but that thing, that was an amazing experience, and you know that's kind of, that that's pretty much what I'm t- like. I don't know that Journey sold consoles for Sony, but oh, I, I don't feel, think but, so. No, but it was a really nice but, thing for PS3 owners. <laughs> but 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 Sony still made some money off it by having it on their their market. Oh yeah, they made a lot of money for people who already owned a PS3. Yeah, like they they probably like. I don't know a person who owns a PS3 who hasn't bought in Journey. And, and exactly, and so I don't. Again, that's it's one it's one of those things. It's like why, when you're making a device, not a console, just a device, would you restrict its functionality in a way that hurts you? And I think it's just it's just a case of a very limited viewpoint on their part. I think they want more control. Honest, like I think they want a lot more control. And they don't realize how bad it's going to hurt them until it gets there. I'll give you that. I oh. honestly, I think they're just trying to control the market to where everything goes through them um, when it comes to their system. Yeah, the, the next Xbox. Like, hey, you can plug your PS3 into this Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> 
We don't need to make games anymore. <laughs> Xbox, PS3 on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, PS4, sorry. PS4 on, whatever. Xbox sells a Kinect accessory to the PlayStation 4. That, yeah, yeah, you just, or you, you just hook your PlayStation up by, like, USB, and then it's like, you can just play all your PlayStation games on the Xbox. And now oh, they're all dude. Xbox exclusives. <laughs> Only on Xbox, unless you own a PS4. That's okay, dude. on your Xbox. Oh. Yeah. But as it stands right now, like I, the only reason I would get one is if I had to for the site. Like I really don't. As it stands right now, I don't see myself using it. Like, it's gonna be used as much as my Xbox. Like my Xbox turned on for the first time in sixty days today. Wow! And I actually have a game that I want to play on it, Halo Four. <laughs> I, I I do I did enjoy Halo Four, but it's just not enough. When I come home, I'm just like you know, let me hit the PS3. I watch some uh some Doctor Who while I'm eating dinner. Okay, well, maybe I'll now watch this. Well, since PS3 is already on, I'll play a PS3 game. You know, that's the thing. Like it's I, as it stands. It was so why do you was, why do you use the PS3 to watch Netflix instead of the Xbox? Because the app is better, hands down. The PS3 app is better okay. for Netflix than the Xbox. I, I don't know. I haven't used the PS the 360 app for Netflix. I mean, it's not bad, but the PS3 app is better. I also, bet you it's better. I bet you it's like tolerable with Connect, but probably with the controller, it's a pain in the ass. The PS3 Hulu app is better too. Actually, all the PS3 apps are better. <laughs> to be honest with you, in terms of like in terms of uh, Amazon Prime, which I don't even know if that's available on Xbox yet, but Amazon Prime, um, Hulu, and Netflix, it just it's easier to navigate and get around. Is there a Twitch app yet? Not for PS3. Okay. Is there for the 360? Yep, they just released it like two weeks ago. Maybe it was last week, I don't know. But I don't watch Twitch on my 360, I watch it on my fucking computer. That's true. (laughs) You know, so. Well, you know, that, I I feel like that's the, not not the dark horse or like the cloud in in the the room or something, but, I mean, we still, you know, the Ouya comes out in what, less than a month? Yep. And so... I'm we sorry. still have to see sort of the full effect. I mean, we still haven't seen a proper Steam box. The Wii is coming out, but I hate when people bring it up in relation to big consoles. Like, <laughs> I, I really like, hate no, it. Sir, I, I agree You know with what? You. It's kind of like, you know, you're talking about the NBA and, you know, Johnny No Name is coming off the bench for his high school, you know, basketball team. No, like, I, come on. I think it's more like you're talking about the NBA, but... It's a it's a Friday night game and nobody cares because they're all at their local high schools watching basketball. I think they're not comparable, but they do still eat into like your overall time. And yeah, but like, I mean, I I, I, don't know, I think I've even said before. I think really the Ouya is more direct competition for the Wii U than other of these. It is, but but like it's not like the Ouya is not going to be like especially at first. At first, it is not going to be a threat. I think over time, well, uh, it may become a threat, but not at first. Well, the, the interesting Ouya, the Ouya isn't going to threaten Nintendo as long as Nintendo launches its first-party titles. As soon as Nintendo feels that they're in danger, like you know, they they go into like you know, they arch their back, the hair gets stands up, and a Mario <laughs> game pops out. <laughs> like that's how Nintendo operates. Like as soon as the, their their defense reaction is to pop out a Mario game, or a Zelda, <laughs> or a Zelda, yeah. And that's how they that's how they remain intact. I'm so scared I should have pal block. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. I mean the the whole thing about this presentation, like it was not for the core. 
it should it's something I thought it should have been like at CES. Yes. And this there now people have bad taste in their mouth. Well, and you know, it's one, not just from the presentation, it's from the information that was confirmed after the presentation. What one, one thing one thing that I want to point out is I did a quick scan of Engadget's review of the Xbox One. And Engadget is like a general tech site. They're not a gaming site. And their reviews were generally pretty positive about it. They looked at the device. There were a few people who were a little skeptical and expressed some of the concerns we did. But by and large, most of the people on there were like, hey, this looks like a device I'd probably want to own. And so I think that says like – you know, like especially, you know, being you know being in the gaming press, like kind of like closing yourself off into the gaming press, it's very easy to get into that echo chamber where it's like, yeah, this device is pretty terrible. And there are there actually is sort of a target market for this. Like Microsoft isn't speaking to no one, but the problem is that that no one is not us. And so it's 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 disappointing, I guess, to the degree that as much as we were looking for a gaming console. Look, that's not what they gave us, and, and honestly, hopefully, hopefully, E3 can change that. But that's exactly what I was going to say. Look, honestly, yes, we have a bad taste in our mouth right now, but that's because we didn't really see I, this. This was definitely for the non-gamer audience. There's no doubt about that at all. But unfortunately, they did have a lot of gaming press there, and a lot of things that resonate with games. Unfortunately, when you have something called the Xbox, what's the first thing that sits out your head? Video exactly, games. Video games. That's the target. Right. That's, that's now, the but now they're trying to they're trying to actually break away from that a little bit. They're actually are trying to get into the homes of everybody and be an everybody machine. Now they've got the everybody else out there. What we need to do is go to E3, see what they got, and then see what we can do from there. Honestly, though, with the information we got, it deals a lot of shit that really pisses me off that we've talked about. But we don't know any games for this damn system. That's the that's the biggest thing that's on my list is I don't know what to expect game wise. So I have to wait to E3 to make a final verdict as a core gamer. Is this machine really that bad? Now, yes, I don't like the services and all the other crap that are going on. And that's something... I'm personally not going to deal with, right? But I need it. I need more info, and I've got a bad taste in my mouth. This isn't like the PS4 one where I didn't get that much info, and I'm like, I need more. That's like more because I'm interested and I want to know what this thing can actually do. This is more like I need answers for why you're doing this, why I'm going to have to change this, why I'm doing this, and where's the games? Right. Like, it's it's two separate scenarios for both presentations. Yeah. Yeah, the I mean E three will probably well it's gonna it's gonna have to shine more light and then definitely we'll be talking more about the games. But the damage is done in regards to a lot of the like, you know, the whole the, you know, the locking the games in, the needing to put the code into the system, the internet, you know, you have to cheat the you know, checking back in with the mothership, like all that stuff is already the damage is done and it's going to take a lot to get people to, you know, change their view. When they should have just waited for E3. They should have just waited for E3. <laughs> so are, are you saying fundamentally this is Sony's fault for kind of... Sony played his cards right. They did they it exactly right. They forced them to come out early. By six weeks? But, but actually, I think, if anything, they might have helped them because by coming out at your own venue, you can... Like, they can claim, like, no, that was an entertain like an, an entertainment 
expo that wasn't a gaming thing. If they had given this presentation at E3... Well, no, this plus games. This is only this an hour plus... presentation. The E3 presentation is going to be like two hours. So... There better be two hours we, of fucking straight games. It, 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 maybe it's wrong, but I'm already looking forward to kind of shitting on their Dude, E3 presentation. It's perfectly fine if they want to put entertainment shit into their console. Perfectly fine. But they need to remember that their core audience is gamers. They need to treat it like such, and then transition well, into that. Transition into the into the general media. I kind of I, I kind of have to give Microsoft a little bit of credit because even when they came out with the first Xbox, we've known that it, as much as it's a gaming console, what they want is a device in the living room that kind of does everything, and. It's kind of like we've watched the evolution of that through three d- devices to the point where it seems like you know it's like their dream is becoming a reality now. Like this is what they this is what they were building to all along. In a way, the name Xbox One is fitting because this is what the the Xbox One in their mind always was, and so for them to kind of present it that way it makes sense. And for them to be like pushing all the entertainment features, it makes sense. And it's just, you know, it, it, it's, it's almost like we're like jilted lovers a little bit. Like, you know, we love the, the Xbox. We love the, the games and on that. And now it's like, it's spurning us for like, Oh, we want the casual people. They're, they're cooler. You, you suck and you're, you're not good in bed. And it's like, basically oh. what you're telling me is Microsoft pulled the Nintendo. In a way, but Nintendo, well, but it, Yes and no, because I don't know. Nope, only Nintendo could pull a Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing about the casual market, and it's just been proven over and over and over again, it's such a fickle market. Yes. And it's a market that you have to move with quickly, or else you get left behind. Look at Facebook. Look at Facebook games. That was hot for like, what, a year? You know? That, hit, that was like a hot for like a year. Um, Even iOS games, like, come on now, like, I get press releases for iOS games all the time. How many do we actually hear about these days? It's a fickle market, and it's a not it's a market of non-innovation. Okay, like because you have to stick with them. And the thing is, they'll go and play the same exact game with a different title: Farmville, Castleville, Farmville Two, Fishville, Chefville, whatever the fuck it's called. You know, as long as they could trade sheep, they were cool. You know, and basically, like groups of people just move from game to game. The herd would just move from game to game and gobble up all the resources until a new game came out, and the herd would move again. Like that was basically the way it went. And that's why it's it's a fickle market, and I mean that's why I think uh, PC has been so consistent. Like PC is not in a resurgence. PC didn't go anywhere. <laughs> that's the thing. We were always here, always, and it's because it's it's. The P, like in terms of PC games, you have a more, not a hardcore audience, but when you say gamer, you know some people want to get rid of the word. And don't think it really means anything these days. But gamer is a game, and who plays somebody who plays games as a hobbyist. If you're not a gamer and you play games, you're just a normal person. Because guess what? Everybody plays games. Yep. Okay. So a gamer is a hot is, is a hobbyist, and that's where money is because. You know how like I spend ridiculous amounts of money on games. I make yep. bad investments all the time, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, and yeah. I don't care because I'm a gamer. Yeah, how's your Steam collection that you don't play? <laughs> it's awesome. It is awesome. You know what? It's getting me Steam badges as we speak. <laughs> cards. <laughs> yeah, cards. So you, so you get, uh, how are you doing with the cards anyway? I actually, you know, what I need to do. I need to do more actions. I need to like go to somebody's page and comment. So I'm going to bother Boris Shubinsky from Gaming Ogre and say he's a complete. <laughs> game. 
<laughs> as soon as I find him on my friends list, he's on here somewhere. Oh my god! So wait, so you actually you get cards by commenting on other people's profiles? Well, yeah, that's one. Like that's one of the uh, the cards. That's one of the cards. Yeah. Huh. So, so I find him. I thought it was eight bit ogre or something like that. I have to find it out. But either way, yeah, like he's on here somewhere. I need to go fuck with him. There it is. Found him. I'm gonna harass him. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> but uh-huh. um. Yeah, uh, the Xbox One. Uh, I've been trying to wrap this up for like fifteen minutes. God damn it, guys! Like <laughs> the Xbox One, uh, not a good showing at first. I think uh, they need to they need to come out strong in E three, and they need to reverse some of their policies. Like it's just they they it's not Sony did such a good job with their press release and and very focused and saying. Look, we care about the games, we care about the gamers. The PlayStation is a gaming console. And that's what we want to make the best gaming console there is, and that's what it looks like they're doing. And the Xbox nuts at that message. So they need to make me believe. They need to make me believe. And they're not. Like, right now, they are not. And that's basically where we are right now. So you know, let's go ahead. I, I feel like we just played golf because that was a lot of holes in one. I'm gonna move on. God damn it! <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's see. What's coming out next week or oh, this week? Actually, Ratchet and Clank Full Frontal Assault on the Vita, and R- R- Ratchet and Clank Deadlocked on the PlayStation Network. Oh, it's oh? a re- huh? <laughs> it's a Deadlocked is a it's a PlayStation Two classic. Oh really? I never. I, I you know I never got into the Ratchet and Clank series. I need to buy that before the PS4 comes out. Dude, Ratchet and Clank was shit. Yeah, I, you know, I played Jack and Daxter, and I never got into Ratchet and Clank. Dude, the guns in Ratchet and Clank are like the best guns in the world. That's what I hear. That's well, actually, that's one of the advertising points. All right, uh, Call of War's Gunslinger just got a review code for that today. Grid Two just pre-ordered that today, and it's preloading as we speak. Grid Two looks fucking phenomenal on PC. This is the first racing game I am buying. For PC, usually I buy it for console, but not yeah, because only PC. console does racing better. Typically, but the, I have—I mean, I have a, a, a gamepad, and Grid Two just looks so good on PC. Something that PS4 and Xbox One gamers will soon be able to expect. <laughs> but I'm doing it right now. <laughs> so yeah, that's happening. Grid Two comes out next week. Uh, a bunch of Kirby games for the Wii U. Come on, come on, Nintendo. We'll get it together. Kirby's Greenlands 3, Kirby Superstar, Kirby's Dream Chorus. Come on, guys. Uh, Dust and Elysian Tale comes out for Steam this week. Fuse comes out next week. Um, what else? Nothing uh, really noticeable. I guess. Oh, Remember Me comes out June 4th. So is that next week? No, no, no. It's week after. So, Yeah, but that's what's happening. That is what's going on. I really didn't expect us to talk like for an hour and like fifty minutes about the goddamn Xbox One. We had a lot of talking about it. <laughs> they only yeah, they talked about it for an hour. We talked about it for longer. So okay, once again next week we will attempt to give you an hour long podcast, and we'll see how that actually goes. Good luck with that. Yeah, I know, I know. We've been Good saying we've been right. so terrible since we came back. We absolutely, absolutely. We we give you more mash for your buck. We do. We do, and we, we don't lock bucks. it into your account. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, as always, thank you for listening. 
Uh, you can catch us on SoundCloud, which is soundcloud.com slash mash those buttons. You can catch us on iTunes for only, uh, you know, if you would just want to get the podcast directly, um, you know, to your pod, you know, iPod or iPhone, whatever you use to listen it on. Uh, we're also on Stitcher Smart Radio for your iOS and Android devices uh, for streaming. We are on uh, twitter.com slash mtb site, facebook.com slash mash those buttons, and youtube.com slash mash those buttons. And like I said, we appreciate you listening, and we will catch you next time. Have a good weekend, everybody. Take care, everyone.